to the Pixel Podcast. It's me, Ethan. I'm here hosting again because Matt's still away, but Matt is here. Hey! And so is Ricardo, as always. I'm actually in the room, He's and in you the introduced room. me second. I know. Well, what is this third I, villain? I had to explain you, the you setup I did earlier. Second is featuring Ricardo. Yeah, you're the guest. All right. <laughs> yeah, the, sure. The, the guest, the guest who's been on fifty plus episodes. The guest, our, our longest standing guest. You know, <laughs> fine. I think we'll just promote you to super guest. Be guest, more. we go, we call it guest plus. Guest plus. If you sign up for our membership package, then you can get guest plus premium. Five stars. We you get free concierge service when you ride to my house. People like, like will carry your bags in. You just leave the door open. Yeah, just leave the door open for you. <laughs> leave yeah. the door open. So to open the door. That's that's Ethan's motto. We'll leave the door open for you, and let yeah. all the bugs in. So I'll hang and out the, with you and the cats out. Oh. <laughs> oh. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I was sick last week, but I'm better. It was a weird sickness. One of those like two day, you're sick for two days, and then you feel okay afterwards. <laughs> Um, it's convenient that they're called the two days because you're sick for two days. I know. <laughs> it's really. I'm really glad that someone named it that. It's just one of those convenient things. It's not like swine flu. Why you don't even get those from pigs, Why, do when you? you have a chronic illness, you're not lighting up for 20? <laughs> <laughs> okay, who invited Brandon Calderon to this? <laughs> He's always here in spirit. <laughs> uh, how come we always manage to bring him up, by the way? Because he's our friend. I know, but on the, on, the, on the podcast, I mean. Oh, um, I don't know. Um. Brandon, Brandon, what have you done to us? What, what, what inception? Because I know you listen to these. Oh, hey, buddy. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm just here promoting my other podcast. Frig. 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 Oh, it's okay, buddy. You know, I really, I'm really enjoying it. It's really good. That was an almost passable <laughs> Brandon Calderon. <laughs> that's that's oh, the gosh. impression level you get. But if you were a five star guest, as you, will be upset, you will get a much higher level of impression. Guess plus. Uh, All right. Upgrade to guest uh, plus. But uh, let's. T- we're not here to talk about guest levels and privilege <laughs> and things like that. We're here to talk. By about the way, video by games. the way, I just to say it's not a cult. It's not a cult. <laughs> well, no. we don't ask them for any money. No. Just but if time. you want to donate, if you would like to donate, and if you want to bring food, and if you want to do some chores around the house. Yeah. And if you want to kind of worship me. Because God knows nobody around here does. Um, oh my uh, gosh. I cleaned my room today for you. All right. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't make my bed. So, uh, and you guys are sitting in the bed right now. So yeah. I, can under, I can understand how that's a little bit mm-hmm. uncomfortable for Ricardo. It absorbs the sound better, you know. It's yeah. Yeah, sure. Microphone's angled down. <laughs> Just laying next to each other. That's why the and that's why the shirts are off too, right? To absorb the sound. Well, yeah. Or, well, yeah. I put my I cover my head with the shirt to absorb the sound. <laughs> I have a shirt head thing, but head turban thing I'm going on here. Sweatpants on my head. Oh, it's a decorative gosh. summer scarf. <laughs> All right, video games, video games, video games. We gotta talk about them. Video games. Yeah, we gotta yeah. get this train last, back. La- last week, you guys jumped right into video games, and it was crazy. I was like, whoa! They didn't spend. T- it was, it was business. It was business day. Me and Matt have nothing to talk only. about. Let's be honest. I have stuff to talk about. We, I mean, we, we talked about plenty of stuff. We just talked about I it. Think he's talking about during today. the podcast. No, talking about ever. Oh, okay. Everything <laughs> to talk about. Um, I can't tell. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start with you, Matt, since 
I have the shortest list, so I, I can Let's get this out of the I'm way. St- I'm still away, so I haven't played many video games. But what I did figure out was I was really sad because I was going to be away from my PC for three whole weeks, and I wouldn't have any chance to play. I mean, they uh, banned. Never mind. Yeah, they they would. I would have any chance to play as many of the games as I wanted. And I talked to Ricardo last week about some games I played, but they just don't run as well without a controller and or on my laptop, which is like six years old now. So true. Uh, yeah, so I, I've been kind of waiting for, um, my PC to come back, but then I was doing some research and I really wanted to play Stardew Valley cause that was what I was really, PC uh, come back. I was really into. <laughs> you can blame it all on me. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> I was waiting for the clever line. And it just never was nothing there. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, sometimes silence is the best is the best line. Sometimes it's all you need. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I figured out there's a way to get Stardew Valley working on a Mac. And if you have a Mac and haven't had the chance to play Stardew Valley and you've wanted to, uh, this is a uh, there's a you can look it up. There's a cool uh, there's a link to it on Kotaku, but there's a message board forum where someone has basically used wine, which um, some people may have heard of. Which yeah. is a box of wine. It stands for wine is not an emulator, but basically it's a way to get some PC uh, apps to run on Mac. Wait, wait, wait. Wine stands for wine is not an emulator. Yes, I know. That's I think meta. It's, I think it's supposed to be all <laughs> like jokey like that. I get it, but like it blows my mind because oh, yeah? you like going to wine, you just keep going back to the W, and it keeps repeating what wine is. Then what? For, where's the forever. A in there? Forever. Wine is not an emulator. Yeah. Where's the A? The so an is like a small. The, the wine is small. The wine is small enough. <laughs> on their website, on the wine, because yeah. like it's an open source thing, I think. So it says wine originally an acronym for wine is not an emulator, but apparently not anymore. So I don't know. It's just called wine now. Hmm. Who knows? The point is that it's actually a kind of really wonky program that like you have to like know like some programming stuff, I think, or like you just have to know some stuff to be able to actually use it by itself but someone created basically like a skin for it which does all the work for you Mm. and it basically tricks your computer into thinking it's running um like a windows background almost but just for that one application so uh you can i run steam i have steam already for the mac but then i actually got the steam.exe windows file and told it uh to install like DirectX and a couple other like really basic um, like Windows f- just files mm-hmm. on the computer and it just points Steam to all these files even though it's not formatted in an OS or in even the Windows like file structure or anything like that but it still just points them to enough of the basic files so that when I open this program now this this like little this little wine plugin it just run it just opens Steam automatically and it can't like display the store it can't display ads or anything like that but I can go to my games list and it basically he's configured the files to run Stardew Valley it might run a couple other games it probably won't it probably just break but it will run Stardew Valley, so the cool thing is I've been able to play that, which is not very resource-intensive, obviously, and that's a game that uh, I've been playing a lot of, so that is kind of a cool little experiment. It takes like 15, 20 minutes to get up and running, hmm. but it's not that not that much work. You just got to follow the steps. So that was cool. Man. We should have seen Ricardo's eyes glaze over while you were explaining that. I'm just like, man, just put it in the system and the game works. <laughs> Until they're Console like, gaming. until they're like, come, let's get our half-step stupid yeah. console. Ricardo, then I've got a great, I've got a great sell for you. 
the PlayStation Neo. PlayStation which, Trinity. Which we talked about last week. PlayStation Tank. PlayStation Dozer. PlayStation Please. Revolutions? I'm trying to help. I've never seen a Matrix movie. Oh. Uh, so. Wait, you've never seen any of them? Nope. Oh, yeah. Uh, I forgot you've never seen the first Matrix. I sure played any of the Matrix, though, and that game was great. <laughs> <laughs> the first oh, Matrix boy. movie is still great. No, the it's, first Matrix movie is still it. a good movie. You should watch that for for a podcast. So all these time, so so you saw all these like movies because literally it was every movie in that era that did had to do its Matrix Dodge move. Yeah, I know. And you never saw the movie from which nope. that originated. To be fair, <laughs> I, I didn't see it until like way after until like I think all three movies were already out because I was you know a little kid when it came out. Oddly, it was a rated R movie. I couldn't see it. It was rated R. Hold up, we got some audio. Yeah, something's going on. Oh, uh oh, it's back. Yeah, what, what did you do? I don't know. You pulled I, something out. I pulled the thing. Anyway, we're back. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just never saw it. I'll see it someday. Yeah. Whatever. I feel like I feel like no one is referencing it anymore. So it's like yeah, watch it well, except for except they? for Sony, except, except for, for Sony. Sony. Yeah, well, Sony who's like 1999 is last time that we were, I guess, the top of the game, and now we're top again. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I guess. Man, so many execs sound dumb. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're like, you know what the kids love these days? The millennials. They don't love Spider Man. The Matrix. <laughs> the, ma- the Matrix. Call it the PlayStation Peter Parker. <laughs> the, PlayStation the PlayStation Gwen Stacy. The Gwen Stacy. The Gwen. The PlayStation. The Glenn Stacy. What, what are it? So it's the Stardew Valley. What season are you on? What's I'm in I'm in winter now, year one. Winter sucks. Uh, it's yeah, kind of well, taking all my steam out of that game because I'm just like, there's nothing you can grow. What's the point? This is that's uh, when you're supposed to like talk to people, probably. Gross. Yeah. That's not what I'm here for. <laughs> Build your so relationships. I, yeah, mm. I I got I got some relationships up. I did some fishing. Um, I I found some winter seeds, so I yeah, could I planted some. those. It's just a I, bunch of forage stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was okay, but yeah. I got some cows and some chickens, and I put a heater in the barn so that they stay warm and they're not sad. And yeah, I mean, I've, I, the winter is definitely the slowest part of the year, um, but I'm making a lot of money. And uh, when it gets to year two, like a bunch of new stuff unlocks, like new new stuff to buy at the store and. Uh, once you start upgrading mm. the the town hall, you can unlock the desert area. Yeah, I'm so, gonna have to keep plugging away. I don't know. So I'm 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 gonna keep trucking through it. Uh, but I do have some other games to play though, so that's gonna distract me pretty soon here. So this is my last week while I'm away, and then I'll have uh, other games to play. Full but in, access. Full. And you too can have full access with if the you guest, plus, guest plus <laughs> guest plus premium ultra. Yes. Only available. Sir, that's guest five star. Please respect the brand. Well, guest five star is our separate category for our ultra high star guests. But if you wanted to get guest plus ultra, that's only available for a limited time. It's a, it's a $10 add on. It comes with yes. a free lanyard. Yes. And also plus shipping and handling. A letter of uh, thanks. Yeah. From us. Signed by us. Totally not yes. by our notary, Jessica, in the corner. Thanks, Jessica. Dude, don't mention her. <laughs> she doesn't want to be from both sides. Especially since you two are in the bed together. She's recording that. <laughs> well, 
Don't don't mess uh, in our side businesses, jo- all right? Jo- job perks. <laughs> job pitfalls. <laughs> um, Ricardo. Yeah. Is that, what you, is that what they're calling it? How How's your Dark Souls going? Dark Souls is going great. Um, I really love that game. I watched you play it a little bit. Uh, yeah. You saw, me, you saw me fight a stray demon, die to it twice, and then, and then finally kill it. kill it. Yeah. That was, That's uh, cool. Yeah. That was... Uh, I got through the swamp, which was a very difficult part in the game because you step foot in the swamp, your poison meter goes up, you get poisoned, you start losing life. So that Hey, really I sucks. know that from that Dark Souls. That, yeah, that really <laughs> sucks. Luckily, I'm kind of like a paladin build, so I have uh, miracles that let me replenish health pretty quickly as long as I'm not actually like being beaten into the ground by a straight demon. <laughs> yeah, well, minor details. But yeah, that game is really, really fun. Um, I've yet to be really frustrated by it. I've gotten stressed out plenty of times, but I've never really gotten hit a wall yet. Uh, that seems to be more so like than the other games, right? Than the yeah. other times you played, because I felt like you'd get frustrated and stuck mm-hmm. for various So where reasons. did you, like, can you, I'm not sure if you did this last time, but run down where you got stuck in all the previous uh, it, Souls uh, and Souls-likes. Okay, in Dark Souls 1, I got stuck in Blight Town. Right, because that and you told that story about how the frame rate is terrible. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in Dark Souls two, I just didn't play it that much, so I didn't really get stuck. Um, and Bloodborne, I got stuck in the prison of Yargahul. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, I know which. Yeah, I know what area that is. Yeah. That's when. That's isn't that the place I told you to go during yes. the stream? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and then I booted up the game and tried to play that part again like months later. It's it's basic. It's basically one of the last areas in the entire game. Um, but, but you go there early-ish. We, you, you don't have to. That's a completely optional thing. Huh. It's 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 a cool thing because it's really cool. The game pulls that on you of getting you know killed by that one enemy mm-hmm. and having and him kind of take, take you there. Yeah. Um. And it actually unlocks some really cool, in my opinion, really cool story stuff in terms mm-hmm. of like you see some stuff there that doesn't make any sense to you then. And then by the time you get back to that area at the end of the game, you're like, oh, man, this like, I mean, again, if you're paying, if you're like looking for that lower stuff, mm-hmm. it it's cool in that way. Um, but it definitely like it, 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 it's designed for you to be able to see that part early in the game. Mm-hmm. But it definitely is a lot harder because it is an end game. Yeah. Kind of area. When you go back there in the end game for reals, there's different enemies there that are that are even harder, obviously. But that's yeah, like I, it's kind of a jump up in difficulty. Yeah, I know that Bloodborne, Bloodborne kind of pulls a thing where at some point you do something in the world which changes the world, and so enemies appear different, like locations look different, and stuff like that. Um, uh, Dark Souls Three. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's because I'm better utilizing the like the cooperative system, like I usually just admit that I need help on bosses. And so I just make sure that I'm embered up and and summon someone by the time I run into a boss. Um, I, each of the areas feels like the game feels a little bit more linear from dark souls in which areas kind of entangled and intertwined into one another in a kind of a weird and confusing way that made the game feel really like cool and cohesive in terms of it being like a a world but it also because of the there was no bonfire warping mechanic and stuff you had to rely it was kind of a gameplay like 
design that you had to rely on that stuff. Dark Souls 3 is a lot more linear in the sense of where you need to go to progress. I've only kind of hit one real branching path right now um, and headed one way and that led to a bunch of other stuff and there's still like another area of the game that I can explore. But each of the areas are super like super duper dense. Like there's a bunch of stuff to discover in each area that you can just overlook, which, you know, it was that's kind of the case in Dark Souls one. But this one, it just feels like really, really, really dense. Like you anytime you go off the beaten path in any way, you're going to discover something that's going to be worth while or maybe or maybe not, you know, depending on how how you're building the game, how you're building your character, how you're playing the game. So it's really cool. The story beats in it are really cool and cryptic again. So like I'm having a lot of fun with trying to figure out what is actually going on with that. Uh, Beat one of the Lords of Cinder in my last session. So we're uh, we're chugging along. It sounds like it's it opens up a little bit later. Um, from what I hear, yeah, that's with with something like a bonfire warping. That makes it a little bit more manageable. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully you kind of learn the layout of stuff before it mm-hmm. gets to that point. So yeah. this is the first game with bonfire warping? No, Dark Souls 1 had bonfire warping, but it was a late game mechanic. You, oh. would have had, you had to defeat all the other lords uh, in the game to unlock it. So uh, so that's not use, That's not super useful. Uh, it is once you finally are in the end game, sure, and you won't need to just mop up certain things or whatever, but in terms of like... When you're actually struggling and a low-level character, yeah. it would be nice to have that. Dark Souls 2 has it as well, has a, it from the start. That's where this one gets it from. And I think it wasn't, it was kind of accepted in that game, but not like, but like that game, so like so many elements of that game were not accepted as well as past games that it was kind of whatever. And Bloodborne has a somewhat of a, bonfire warping mechanic but the the lanterns in this case are so far few and far between in that game yeah that it's just you're gonna have to slog Mm. regardless to get to where you're going like in dark souls 3 specifically in an area called the crucifixion woods there's like a ton of bonfires like everywhere so you can you have a lot of different areas from which you can attack the stage and that's good because that level that part in particular is really really super dense like you go over here into this direction you go into some ruins and you find you find a boss you go in this direction you find a black knight and some like really good items you go like in this other direction you're trudging through the swamp and you fight like giant crabs and whatever like it's it's really 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 dense game in terms of just how much is in each area so that's really fun. I'm having a good time just going through that, um, and hopefully stay on it. Like, oh, Maybe you'll be your first soul game. Maybe. 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 It's definitely right now. I mean, the the year's not very deep right now, but it's could there. could be my game of the year <gasps> this year. Game of the year material already yeah. in <gasps> April. Well, I mean, the other game. That I actually predicted to be my game of the year has been butts. I don't know if it's my game of the year. Wait, well, I can't even remember now. It was Street Fighter Five. Oh, that oh, game's yeah. a that game's a cool game, and that's it. 
but it's not. Everything around is terrible. It's not. But Ethan, a game. Tell me, tell me how you're doing in the Street Fighter. I'm doing all right. I'm still kind of in the middle of, of still in like the bronze, like upper echelon, where I keep going between bronze and super bronze, which sucks. It's hard. It's hard to break through. Some days I'll do really good, and some days I'll just do terrible and drop like really far into bronze. Mm-hmm. And and you keep wanting to run it back and get get your wins back. Yeah. And then you just lose more just because now you're des- because now you're desperate. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's a vicious cycle. But you know you're slowly getting better. Slowly getting better. Yeah, because now your internet works. Yeah, now my internet works. It helps a lot. Before I was like lagging, and it would take like. Every round, there would be 10 seconds of just unplayable time, and then it would be like, oh, back to your round. Oh, you're dead. Okay, well, okay. Well, here's another round. Oh, five, ten seconds, you can't play. It was horrible. Um, You play another game, though. Yeah. One of your favorite franchises. Yup. Dark Souls. Dark, Dark Souls. Four. <laughs> Four. Uh, they, they tried to do a Five Nights at Freddy's release cycle, so oh yes, precisely. Ricardo and I talked about this last week. We hadn't up? played it yet. Well, this game. That, oh, I it was coming out. I didn't have it yet. I yeah. know you didn't, but yeah, we were um, talking. We talked about it. I got the widely accepted for its new control scheme. <laughs> game, <laughs> Star Fox Zero on the Wii U. Is it called Zero because it's a review score they're expecting? Uh, Hashtag truth bomb. Guess what? I like this game a lot. I like this game a lot, actually. (laughs) Hey, good for you. This game is really... I'm really glad that you bought it. Can Uh I borrow it when you're done? (laughs) Yeah, sure. Because I didn't want to pay $60. Yeah, I'm in the same boat, but... (laughs) Yeah, sure. I'm not not sure when I'll be done with it, because I know it's a Star Fox game, so there's lots of whatever... There's lots of stuff there. But, um... Yeah, so Star Fox Zero is the co-developed by Platinum Games, the new Star Fox game, which, um, so far, all anybody's been able to talk about is the fact that it has this new wacky control scheme, which I actually wasn't super like knowledgeable of what it is, what it was, until I actually started watching reviews, um, particularly this uh, one by Gerard Khalil, the the completionist on YouTube. He actually went through the control scheme pretty in depth, and so I was like, hmm, this seems kind of weird. But at the same time, he really, like, kind of sold me on the game, so I was like, all right, I'll try it out. Why not? And, uh, yeah, this is a Star Fox game, but I don't know. I feel like if you go into it with the mentality that you're going to play it like every other Star Fox game, you're going to get frustrated because... uh. Are you aware of like how this game contr- controls, Ethan? Not one hundred percent. Okay, so please explain for me and the listeners. So essentially, Ugh. you have so essentially it has motion control. So have, it's amazing. <laughs> on the screen, you have your R wing, right. right? And you use the left stick to just fly around everywhere. Okay. Yeah, left stick to fly around. You use the right stick that controls uh, boost. It controls your brake, and it also controls if you do it. In conjunction with the left stick, you can do your somersaults, you flick it to do barrel rolls or whatever. All sounds fine right now. Yeah. But actually, like, where it actually gets weird is that on your pad is your aiming reticle. Okay. So So it's not on the first screen? It's You can see a kind of like a, a vague sense of where your aiming reticle is on the screen. Okay. 
but where you're it like actually is precision on is your gamepad. Mm. And so while you're flying, you're also you also have full control of where you're aiming at as well. Okay. So you're moving and you're aiming so you like unlike uh, the last Star Fox you can be moving left and yet aiming at the right side of the screen and shooting on that side. So it's it's really weird because again like the reticle shows up on the screen but it's like a a general area of where mm-hmm. it is. If you really want to make precise shots, you have to switch between looking at the screen and looking at uh, your your um, okay. your your pad cuz it again it shows could a you cockpit view. Just play as the pad. What's up? Can you just play on the pad. You could accept that it doesn't give you good situational awareness because it's in your cockpit. Right, but I knew in like the, the Star Fox sixty four, you could switch. Into yeah, your cockpit but no one played that that's a good way. Point. No one did that. Yeah, I did fun and all for fun. I mean, but ma- I mean, maybe if that's the way you like when to you, play, it'll but, work. But but when you barrel roll, it barrel rolls. Oh the yeah, cockpit barrel too. Rolls. Yeah, it's like true. it's like it's like the most jarring, that. impossible to see. It's so you can turn you can't turn the motion controls off completely, but what you could do is turn them on so where they're only on when you're firing or something. You can like lock that. you can like lock them in you can lock them into place so that you have you have to like press a button to unlock the like the pivoting of the yeah of the something thing. like that yeah. I have not played that way. I've been playing with the normal controls, and honestly, with the flying. It kind of works with the fl- on the flying on the flying missions. I it kind of works in the way it's intended. I'm having a lot of fun using them with the flying controls. Um, again, it's it just feels right, like being able to like for example, like you're in a do- you're in all range mode. You're in a dog fight with Star Wolf team. Like somebody's like because the sounds are all coming through your pad. Like Falco's like oh, you got somebody on your tail, and then you you do a you know, you do a flip to get behind them and then now they're, you see them on front of you visibly on your screen and then you look down and they're like right in your crosshairs and then you just like, just, just like carpet them. I wonder if they're trying to like emulate kind of like a tracking targeting computer uh-huh. yeah, sort that's of thing. The, that's the thing is like, it's kind of like you get the feel of like it, when it works at its best in those in those um like flying sections it feels like for example like the 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 turret scene in Star Wars where like you can you're looking at out of in front of you to see like the guys flying around in front of you and you you get a vague sense or whatever but uh-huh. you're looking down at your targeting computer when you want to like nail them like really Ricardo you sure. turned off your targeting computer what's wrong I'm all right sure I'm playing but- Star Fox <laughs> And then, then, but, it, but Han didn't fly the Millennium Falcon and shoot the the Tie Fighters at the same time. And but you also have you still have the lock on shots too, mm, which yeah. work fine by painting them on the screen like the first screen, no problem. Interesting. Where it actually gets to be a little hairy with this control scheme, and I feel like it's again more of just like my brain. Like that's the thing is you have to be in a weird mindset like you're trying to switch between two things at once i don't like the the walker controls the walker controls when you're for some reason when you're locked on a 360 plane as as opposed to like a complete mm-hmm. like you know free 3d three-dimensional like plane of movement mm-hmm. it just doesn't it doesn't register correctly in my head so it's kind of <laughs> so it's kind of hard maybe, not to mention maybe maybe it's not you maybe it's the game maybe but like also the thing is is like the right stick also 
changes functionality in that too. So for example, like I'll try to break, like try to stop abruptly on the walker by hitting, oh, like excuse me, by hitting down on the right stick because that's break in the R wing. Yeah. But in the chicken walker, it's to to um levitate. It's to hover. So I end up just hovering up into the sky, and I'm like, oh, that's not what I meant to that's, do. That's really odd they didn't make the controls the same. Yeah, I don't know. Because you can transform, right? I mean, do you, do you ever have to be the chicken? Uh, some certain indoor like areas, you it's really better to use the the walker just because you don't want to be just constantly flying for. But yeah, no, that is actually cool because you can transform the R wing into the walker. So for example, there's like uh this one level where you have to take out like a big carrier and first like you have to wait for the carrier to shoot like its big laser to get through its shield because it only opens its shield up like a little bit to shoot out the big laser. So you have to fly in there. And then you get to the surface of the carrier and then you can transform in the chicken, just like run across the top of this carrier and shoot all the turrets and hmm. stuff. And then you got to shut off the shield, then fly inside and blow up the core and stuff like it's it's when everything is working well, it's a really fun, really like cool game and action sequences like that. You kind of get where maybe some of Platinum's, like, influence was, like, doing really crazy stuff, like, transitioning between the two, the walker mode and the R-wing mode and stuff. Um, But, yeah, it just occasionally, it is occasionally frustrating, but I haven't, like, necessarily disliked anything that I've played so far. There's even, like, a lot of people were uh, dissing the gyrocopter, which is a new vehicle in there. Mm -hmm. It's a slow-moving, like, helicopter that basically it's used kind of during like stealth-ish missions. Okay. And you can like lower down a robot to grab onto like crates and bombs and stuff and drop them on people. And you can also use it to hack. And people didn't like it because it's like it's too slow or whatever like that. But I think it's I think it's fun. I think it's it's kind of fun. And it's the the best I feel like it's the best use of the of the the controller because you have like a full up down like left right movement with it and the the turret works a lot better with the lock on and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to feel about this game because actually I do know what to feel about this game. I like it. <laughs> but at the same time like I'm trying to constantly look at why people don't like it and I guess it's just because the control scheme's different. It's, I feel like the thing is, it just seems like it's different for almost like a reason to justify the second screen type mm-hmm. stuff where it's not like, is this actually better? Yes, no. It's just mm-hmm. like, it's different. Is it's, it better? No. And also, you want Nintendo to make kind of the same game over and over again. That's what you expect, right? Yeah, so. which, well, it, it, this is Star Fox 64, essentially. And from a yeah. story and a, like gameplay beats standpoint, it is Star Fox 64. I just think the control scheme, I, I'm having fun with it. And I think that the second screen actually does kind of help of a, a weird sense of immersion. Again, like when you have your teammates talking to you through the second screen or when you're like dive bombing into Corneria and you look down at the cockpit view of the second screen and it's and it's like you're bursting through the atmosphere and then you come mm-hmm. down onto the water and it skim, you skim across the water and stuff. It's like really, it's a really cool feeling, especially again, if you are a star, like a star Fox fan and all this, 
feels familiar, but also brand new in a lot of ways. Well, That's cool. I'm glad you enjoy it. I'm excited to hear Matt get a hold of it and scream about the motion controls. <laughs> I don't know where this like thing came up where like apparently I hate all motion controls in everything ever. You do. Have you ever liked motion controls? Uh, I mean, I bought a Wii on day one, and I liked that. Was like that just means you like Nintendo. that was the that was the only console I owned for a long time of that generation. But I don't think that was because you liked motion controls. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool at the time. We we sports was dope. Yeah, and also there are games I think that have done it well. Like I remember I enjoyed Metroid Prime Three, um, which had motion controls with the pointer. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> other stuff that's I'm out. It. I'm done. I mean, that's it's definitely it. a stamp. I think it's definitely a a thing where I don't know if motion controls have ever really helped a game. Yeah, they haven't hindered they, it. <laughs> they ha- they haven't really helped a game, and yet people are more open to interpreting and learning these new motion controls for a lot of other games. And I don't know if people are just fed up with it when it comes to now um, Star Fox Zero. But I, I don't, just don't I, see what the big deal is. Like that's kind of where I am, to be honest. It's just that, like, you don't like the things that they're having you do could could easily be mapped to a button or stick mm-hmm. without any like difficulty. And mm-hmm. instead, I have to now imprecisely aim with my like by holding it straight, which is hard to do with a big giant like we, especially with the Wii U gamepad. I mean, it's difficult enough when it's the Wii, the like the it's just the Wii and the nut and they hit the nunchuck and the the Wii mode mm-hmm. or whatever. But like with the gamepad, it's not exactly a small like easy to navigate thing. It's hard for me to tell where exactly I'm pointing. So that's really my take on on. Uh, we're talking specifically specifically about mm-hmm. Splatoon right now, obviously, because that's the only Wii game that I've actually played with a Wii U game. I played with motion controls. Mm-hmm. But that game's so, fine with motion controls. Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, like, but I mean, that's. I mean, that's the thing is, like, it was really less of a. I don't I hate. Just, all, I don't really hate all motion controls. I just it's just like trying to play a competitive shooter while with like aiming with a motion control. I mean, that's difficult. the thing is maybe I also like and in, again intuitively understood in Star Fox like you're not pointing the pad at what you want to shoot. You're rotating and pivoting the pad as if it was like your like your flight stick almost like in a way like you're trying to aim by like maneuvering the the reticle over the enemy not necessarily yeah. pointing it at the enemy and and shooting you yeah know? you know what i'm the, trying to say yeah no i get what you're saying i think the thing the thing that i have is that like unlike a stick or uh you know whether that's a, like a like a joystick or like just a gamepad analog stick is there's no feedback um in terms of you can't you, <laughs> you can't can lose t- your, your place kind of mm-hmm. you can lose your place and you there's no physical knowledge of where your orientation is in terms mm-hmm. of like the positioning um and it's it's when you move you don't know how small of a movement or big of i mean it, you can learn that certainly but like with a joystick i can tell exactly when i'm reached the end of that joystick's what? like limit what if what if you just had a hotas Star I mean, Wars Hotas. Star, Star. Yeah. What if they if they made if they made a Star Wars uh, Star Fox Hotas? That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty hilarious. Pretty I wonder that. though. I, I this isn't the Nintendo way necessarily, but I wonder if this feedback and this this um, criticism will actually like 
lead to them patching in, patching in like non motion control. I mean, they are been patching in, in stuff for like Splatoon a lot. So I mean, that's one. That's I, that's Patrick, like, let's go. That's a game that's done well and got good that's reviews. True. That's a good point. Like, I mean, and they didn't even make this game. Platinum made it. That's so a good point. I mean, uh, the, the I, and this thing is like it, I don't hate Star Fox Zero. I haven't played it yet. I'd actually really want to try it. I just didn't want to pay sixty dollars for it, especially after hearing all these things about how. It, most people think it's not that great. I'm glad that Ricardo likes it. That's cool. I like Star Fox, so I'd be happy to play more Star Fox. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just supremely skeptical because I, I just don't understand why Nintendo feels the need. It's mm-hmm. the same problem I have with the Kinect of just like with it, when you when you wave your hands around in front of a Kinect, there's no feedback as to where you actually are. Mm-hmm. There's a cursor on screen, but there's no like you know what I mean. It's just not. It's 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 the same kind of issue I have with some VR stuff too, where like in order to actually make that kind of stuff work, you'd really have to think you'd really have to have like a full body suit mm-hmm. force feedback impact stuff with wand hands to control your, you know, fingers and all. it starts to get a little ridiculous, obviously at that level. But, um, for like that kind of, if you want like, Oh, it's more immersive when you have these kind of movement or, uh, you know, VR experiences. I'm like, not really. Cause I can still feel my legs are not, where the legs in the video game are and and when it comes to aiming it's it's the same kind of deal. I feel of, like that's different. I feel like it's different for VR because it's a little bit more you just need do you, honestly when you're walking around in real life, I don't know where my feet are most of the time. Yeah, well about, if you're doing stuff. You know, I'm usually yeah, messing with my hands. So I mean yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, I, mean, I see what I see what you're saying though. But yeah, there's yeah. no feedback. There's no like for sure. Oh man, I, I touched this thing. Here's this feedback. Yeah, that's what I do. And for sure, and I got down a rabbit hole for sure there for a second, but that's just kind I of my saying. My, that's my since we have to explain why all of a sudden I'm the enemy of all motion controls, <laughs> despite only having one. Well, I'm, I'm glad you explained of, your position of why you are the enemy of all motion controls. Yeah, yeah. of course. So, moving Wii, on now. We sports. I hate it now. I know. Well, I hate that, it. That game's garbage. Am I right? Ugh. Bowling. Who wants to do bowling? More like boring. Oh, got it. Speaking of, bo- speaking of boring, what have you been playing? Oh, hey. Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds. Hey, now I decided to boot that up because I was really bored one night. And uh, did you already own it for Steam? Yeah, I owned it on Steam because I think I rebought it on Steam. Or no, maybe I didn't. I probably oh. got it on a Humble Bundle or something, one of yeah. those giant Star Wars ones. Um, I used to play that game all the time when I was a little kid, and so, I didn't have Age of Empires 2. Uh, so. See, that's the thing. is, I saw, I played so much Age of Empires 2 all the time, and I was like, I heard this game's based off the same engine. Actually, my dumb head thought it was like based off Command & Conquer engine, so I was like, oh <laughs> man, not, this is going to be cool. You're wrong. And it's like, nope, it's his Age of Empires, and I played it, and I'm like, wow, this is literally Age of Empires reskinned. They yep. changed nothing. I thought, like, it, maybe they would There's maybe a campaign. Make, I guess I didn't play it. Qui-Gon Jinn talks to you. Ah. Uh, but I thought they would maybe change, like, going through the ages or whatever. It's like, nope, you just, you hit a button, and you advance to the next age, and it pops up and tells your enemies. Tech, they're called tech levels, The please? tech levels, I'm sorry. Ugh. Excuse me. Uh, also, this game has the Gungans in it, so it it's does. it's got ruined. It has prequel ru- like even uh, episode one and two prequels in it. Doesn't it have episode yeah, three. Yeah, the, uh, there's an expansion that adds episode two. Yeah, uh, they uh, as a kid, my brother and I would always play against the Gungans, and so we could it specifically so we could shoot the Gungans. Aww. Yeah, you could definitely call the Gungans. It was it. This was like not that long after episode one either. It must have been like. Around the time episode two came out, I think. We must have. That's why they had the expansion. Yeah, um, yeah that game. 
Like, I, there's not much more I could say about it except that I was just honestly I mean, shocked how would, much, like, people said, oh, yeah, it's a skin of Age of Empires 2. Yeah, sure, whatever. I bet it's on the same engine. It just looks the same. Nope. Exact same everything. You got the same resources because yep. you, you got the food. You have carbon. No, which is yeah, wood. Yeah, man, totally different resources. You now. got uh, instead of iron and stone, you or golden You've stone. You got have ore. You have two different types of ore. Ore and, ore and nova crystals. Nova crystals. Nova crystals. And, and instead of like priests, you have Jedi type yeah, things. Yeah, and you can collect Jedi holocrons on the map. Yeah, and you can walk uh, around with those. It's just weird how they literally are like, let's just shove. All these. Let's just make some new R assets and just shove let's this into do the code. A, like a literal one to one, yeah, like, swap of everything. Pretty much. I think maybe except the, for the enemies, there are the the, you know, the units and stuff because they have lasers and stuff. Yeah, so. I mean, even that plays similar because um, you have archers and stuff in the first game. Well, yeah, sure. So but, I mean, yeah, I guess some of the units are different, but the technology works the exact same way. It's like you can make your fast your workers go faster. Uh, you can call them into the town center so they can shoot out of it. Is um, it's weird. It's a weird game. Yeah, but. no, it's it's totally. I mean, I mean, I bet if you went and played Age of Empires two now, it probably would be a pretty janky. Well, they made a Age of Empires two re release in HD, which actually was pretty cool. Um, oh right, yeah, I remember that. That that worked. That was pretty neat. So, um, it was weird coming back to this and being like, oh, I can't upres this at all. This is staying at this low resolution. Okay. It, so did you play it as a kid, or did you just play it? Recently, and that's the only time. Galactic Battlegrounds. Yeah, I played it recently. Yeah, but you, never, you never played as a kid or anything. Okay, nope. so I don't yeah, no. Going back to that, go, go, that game is probably not that great. Going back to it right now, like, it's neat. I have, I have it's, nostalgia for it. But. It's neat if it wasn't just Age of Empires two for me, because it's like this isn't a new experience, anything unique. It's just Age of Empires two, but with Star Wars. I mean, that's cool, I guess, but I don't know. Uh, I also pick, uh, played Nuclear Throne. Because everyone was talking about Enter the Gungeon, and I'm like, I have a game that's like that. Yeah, Nuclear Throne. <laughs> Nuclear Throne. It's the it's, same it's, game, kind of. Nah, it looks similar It's Yeah, there's similar. There's a lot of similar not. ties to it. It's like a bullet hell. Not bullet hell, but like a you know shooter game where you a get hard. a bunch of guns. It's hard. It's a roguelike. Um, this one's got crazy style, though. It's kind of got an, It's kind of got an abrasive right. sort of gross, um, heavy. Grody. Grody, what's the word? Totally um, gnar. Kind of like heavily, bl- heavy black lines on everything sort of looking thing to it. But it plays really well. It's super fun to play. Um, you get It's just a game where you run around and you pick stuff up and, and you got that gnar, sun, gnar, gnar soundtrack and you unlock new characters that have different types of abilities. So, so you got like one special ability for each character. Yeah, it's like Enter the um, Gungeon. What? I didn't know that. So I haven't played Enter the Gungeon. So same game. Same, same game. I I I have um. I can't remember what I was gonna say. So never I mind. have well. I have a memory problem. I ha- no. I I've played both, and I think I like End of the Gungeon better. But okay. they're, they're they're they are very similar for sure. Yeah. I think Nuclear Throne it gets hard really fast. It does. And also, uh, I. It's aesthetic is really cool and it starts out as really cool, but doesn't do it for me as much as End of the Gungeon has a really cool like it just goes for it in terms of it has a really stupid premise of this dungeon that is guns f- yeah. filled filled with bullets who have guns who shoot you, um, but everything has like but they actually go for it for it and like put lore behind all that and why it <laughs> exists and and everything's really dumb, but it's yeah. just they just decide to just like 
make it as dumb as possible anyway. Yeah, because Nuclear Throne is just like, this is just crazy and weird. Yeah. Here you're you just, go. You're just, you're just going, that's it. You're just shooting stuff. It's fun to play. Yeah. But lore, whatever. Like yeah. the, fir- the, the first boss in Enter the Gungeon is a bird with a Gatling gun, and then he like flexes, and his wings become be- beefy arms. Yeah, and it's, yeah. And it's, it's pretty awesome. Sounds pretty good, pretty good. But I'm playing that because I've been cheap. Because I've been playing, buying another game. Oh, I didn't. Well, I guess I did buy this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I made that dumb joke. I bought a game. I bought a game. Uh, 1979 Revolution Black Friday, which is what kind of a terrible on title. Earth is this game? So we heard of this. Uh, didn't you, didn't we didn't, watched the trailer trash yeah, on it a while yeah. ago? I don't. I think this was when that first left, so he didn't see Damn, it. He's been gone for that long. He's been gone forever. I've been gone for years. He doesn't even know what it's like anymore. Well, yeah, well, we went to um, England. What do remember? you guys look like? I don't even know. Stupid this still. is, but explain the premise of the game. So this game is uh, based around the Iranian Revolution. Oh um, my god! Okay. <laughs> I think Matt's googling it right now. No, um, not at all. Is this Google Doc highlights? Never. Uh, but yeah, so it's basically take a Telltale game and set it in a real world situation, and boom, there you go. It's the game. Mm. Well, that looks like Telltale. Like similar, it's, it looks it's, even slightly less polished. Yes. Oh, it's, yeah. it is. It, if there's one thing, like I like a lot of things about this game, but it is pretty janky. It's pretty much on the jank. Is this made in Iran? Iran? <laughs> is, this, is this game made in Iran? Actually, I don't know. I don't think on the jank so. spectrum. Uh, I would have take to a look say it up. Up. this is you pretty it jank. It's pretty jank. It's high jank. It's high. It's high jank. It's, uh, it's got like. So it kind of has a weird Jungle jinx. It kind of reminds me more of the animation style of um Life is Strange because it has the um it's, it's the more it's, shittiness. Yeah. <laughs> more shitty looking. More more motion capture. No man, this looks worse than Life is Strange. <laughs> um yeah, man, you just can't stop like crapping on that game. So I want uh, those parts, man. Warren Warren's a terrible voice actor. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> but this game has um the art is just like it, there are some parts that look good, but the textures are terrible. Like they're so, uh, but I realize it's so low because they have so many characters on the screen. Mm-hmm. Too bad most of those characters all look the same. Uh huh. Because there's a lot of people marching and you know doing the doing Protest. the whole protesting and things like that and and things stuff. But um, it's I kind of really like this game. You play as a photographer, yes. You play as a journalist photographer guy. Okay. Who's there to capture kind of the moments and stuff? But he has friends who are. Um, you know, fighting for the Actually revolution, and it, it's been super educational for me because I knew nothing about this. Yeah, I remember when Absolutely we watched the nothing. trailer, I was like, "That looks really interesting." About a world event, none of us actually know anything about. Yeah, New, New York City uh, is the where the developers are headquartered. New York but, City, okay. But um, but I mean, I, I but to your point, Ricardo, I think that almost kind of makes it more. In, I mean, I don't know. To me, it does. I mean, maybe some people are like I don't know huh? anything about that. I'm not going to buy it. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, like I feel like it's a cool to see things about stuff that's not normally covered. Yeah, especially something like you know to do with Iran, which you know obviously is not necessarily well in America, not necessarily like uh, always well received. Yeah, and it's so it's interesting because they have um, all the I believe like all the actors are Iranian, which is cool. Um, all the acting is actually pretty good in the game. Um, there's a lot of the pay- the storytelling is pretty interesting. It's done like mostly through a flashback sort of thing. But um, the actual gameplay, 
Very much, very limited. Like even more, uh, probably on par with Telltale. Life is Strange had a little bit more gameplay mechanics, but it's interesting to see how other studios kind of take that sort of formula and use it. So it has the whole here's four things that pop up on your screen. And, Do you have a limited and you time? A little bit, you even have a really short amount of time to pick things, and that's kind of to keep the conversation natural and flowing in some ways. Right. Um, Another the, game did that. Um, That's what Oxenfree did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it isn't... It, I don't think it's as smooth as that in a lot of ways. Because okay. um, it, when it's choosing, it's like, hey, here's your character choice. It zooms in on your character's face. And it's like really weird how he's just sitting there and it's like, what do I say? He's lost in thought. He's not even listening yeah. at that point. All the answers, though, are super varied. Um, I feel like they have more variance than sort of these other type of... Um, telltale games like there's like I could be pissed off I could respect this guy I refuse this guy um, so many different options of opinions we could just kind of shape how your character portrays like is he a reluctant um, reluctantly joining the rebellion or is he like totally like going the violent route or is he gonna like go with the peaceful route um, I haven't beat this game it seems like it's kind of lengthy it is only one episode which is weird an epi- a game like this it's not an episodic game um, it's, it's just really like, it's, almost it's, like it's a, just a wait, story. Wait, wait, what, what are you saying? It's only one episode. Do you mean it's only? It's just one game? <laughs> it's yeah, not, exactly. It's, not, it's, it's not only one episode. episode. I'm not. <laughs> he went. Ethan. Ethan went to go see. Hello. Oh yeah. no. What? what? Oh, I thought I lost you guys for a second. No. It got it like. Oh quiet. no. Okay. No, Ethan went to go see. <laughs> now my joke is ruined. Ethan went to, go, went to go see a movie last week, and he's like, "That episode was amazing." Yep. When's the, exactly next one, when's the next one coming yeah, out? Sure can't wait. Well, the way movies are going this way, it's accurate. Hey. Hey, yo. Commentary. Commentary. Um, Epi- Star Wars Episode 7. Why are they call it Episode <laughs> 7? Because there's more episodes. Exactly. Actually, they didn't call it. Have you guys noticed they didn't call it Episode 7? None of the official marketing has Episode 7 in it. It's all I just Star, right. Wars, Star, Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Awakens. They're going Everyone, back to Star Wars A New Hope. They're trying to make it I like had that. to explain to a bunch of co-workers that... Rogue One is not the next Star Wars movie. It's like yes. a spin-off. <laughs> it's like that's a Star why, Wars why, story. That's, that's probably why they should have called it Episode 7, because at least putting the number on it makes it clear. Because a bunch of people are just like, oh, did you see the new Star Wars uh, trailer? I don't know. It looks weird. Like, and I'm like, because it's not, it's not the next one, guys. It's, guys. What do you mean? What do you mean? Guys, they're making a movie every year now, so this is like a side story. It. They're marveling all their studios. Marvel it. Make mar- it print money. The Marvel effect. Doctor Strange! Anyway, enough about that stuff. Soon there'll be four Star Wars movies every year, and you'll be so sick of Star Wars, except apparently you won't, because... I'm not I sick guess, of Marvel. Yeah, I guess you're not, so maybe you'll just be fine. I'll be happy. Uh, so once. the gameplay in this is... <laughs> <laughs> the, the kind of the main gimmick, you know how the gimmick in Life is Strange is like reverse time or whatever. What's the gimmick here? The gimmick reverse is you're a photographer, time. so you got to take photos. Hey, that was in Life is Strange too. I guess yeah, but this is like the main main thing is you take photos, and the way you take photos yeah. is the the autofocus is going in and out, and you he's have to co- match it up at the yeah. right time. <laughs> and his camera is on the fritz. That's, his camera's not working it's properly. Really stupid. That's kind of funny. It's stupid. It I'm really disappointed really how it. He's covered wars, you know. It's like the weirdest way to put that in. But Fantastic. The, but neat stuff about it is um, every time you take a picture of something, they will put like real photographs from the actual revolution that oh, are very similar, cool. very, very similar to the one you just took. And uh-huh. they'll put a little like text explaining like 
what's going on? So and then it you pulls can click a um, it pulls a valiant hearts. That valiant hearts. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool how it does that, and I just really like that it's on a subject matter that most people just don't know about. Um, and so far, it's pretty entertaining. It's all caught up in or chopped up in a chapter, so it's easy to kind of digest. Be like, you might call them episodes. No, they're too small. The episodes. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. They're definitely chapters. <laughs> okay. You know, Telltale had like five chapters per episode, right? It's true. It's I don't true. know if that's true. So there's it always like, so, pops up with the achievement, and I'm like, oh, I know oh, right, that part's yeah, over. And so <laughs> there are 20 yeah, chapters right. in this. So therefore, it's like four episodes of a Telltale game. Math. Yeah, <laughs> and Gosh. it's like twelve dollars, which is cheaper than a Telltale game. So therefore, it's worth money value. How do you think that Batman Telltale game is going to be? They're using a new engine. I don't know. It's going to be like Riddler. What are you doing? And then it's going to be like punch Riddler. Say stop. Say Robin, get him. I think I'm just excited to see Batman in like a different type of game. Yeah, me too. It'll be interesting. He was they, in they, Lego you, Batman. Weren't you paying attention then? Uh, Lego Batman. <laughs> no. Um, Talk about reskinning a game. Seriously. Whoa. Every Lego game. Every Lego game the same. Uh, um, they our, do the, our commentary they, is biting tonight. They yep. do do the thing where it says like... Blank will remember that. Remember yeah, Blank will remember that. Mm. Which is kind of a bummer. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, I'm eh. really sick of also, games doing that. Also, a million things pop up on the screen all the time, which is bam, weird. Bam, bam. So every time I like do something, it's like, you got like 20% of this guy's store complete. Blah. And it's like, what? <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to go to the next guy. It's like, who's the 30% of the story complete? Also, you got, since this other guy's in this scene, you got 50% of his story complete. And like and the weird, like, remember that you did it. Yeah. And it's like, all the stuff pops up. I'm like, kind of just like, meters going up all the time. Uh, I really hate the stuff. We'll remember that. Like, chill out, guys. I'm starting to really turn on that event. Like, to, yeah, know. it's getting a little rote. Um, also, like, it, when in real life do you ever see something pop up above your head? Someone says like that. Like, when in real life? When in real life, does your autofocus go left and right? And then you when gotta, it's like, broken. Put it in the middle. You know what broken. game didn't have that? King's Quest. The autofocus and you also that they will remember that thing. You're right, you know, just didn't have that. You know what game did have that, but kind of played with it in a fun way? Borderlands, Tales of the Borderlands. That's true, I did play with it in a fun way. Yeah. But uh, I dig this game. I'm going to keep playing it. I'm hoping to beat it next week, but... Uh, cool. Yeah, I recommend it. I recommend it if you're looking for a story-based educational game. Definitely uh, give it a try. Give it a try. If it's a little heavy on the subject matter. A little yeah. Heavy. Not, not for a, kids. Not, not a fun, like, oh man, time to laugh. It's like, no, oh man. Let's talk about the time, Iranian Revolution. Time to feel time to feel really weird about stuff. Here you go. Here you go. I like it. I like when games make me feel weird about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's a technical term. So how, how does this game make you feel? Like really weird. Like weird. Like, like really weird, man. Like like drugs weird or like questioning your identity weird? Like questioning my identity weird. Drugs weird is like Sonic Dream, Sonic Dreams. Collection. <laughs> that's like that's like another game where you're real weird. Ethan goes Ethan on drugs as he <laughs> says, tries to say the name. Ethan got like a drug flashback during that him saying that. He's like Sonic, 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 Sonic Dreams. Sonic, Sonic Dreams. Seven point eight pros makes you feel weird. Cons makes you feel weird. <laughs> <laughs> Tune back in for more. <laughs>
reviews on LSD. But the first one is the first one is weird in quotation marks, and the second one is weird in italics. Yes, makes you feel weird. And then the second one is makes you feel weird. Did you play anything else, Ethan? No, that was about it. Um, I mean, I, I got really hard into Heroes of the Storm because Tracer came out. She's overpowered. Mm-hmm. As, wow. as as can happen when a new character is yeah, released. Yeah, like because her advantage oh, yeah. is really neat. She's actually a neat character because she can move and shoot at the same time. So um, that changes a it's lot. It's overpowered. Yeah, that changes a lot. And she does just a little bit too much damage for that sort of craziness. And also she's really hard to hit because she jumps around everywhere. And then you almost kill her and then she just teleports back to where she was five seconds ago. And uh, yeah, but she's neat because she gets her ultimate right away. And the way you level up your ultimate what? is the same way as um, the way you level up your ultimate is the same way you get it in Overwatch where you do enough damage eventually your ultimate builds up hmm. so it's interesting how they kind of brought that over also there's a I, reload mechanic and you have ammo it's weird uh, is weird the, the game she's free if you pre-order right yes if you pre-order uh, I need to go check her. to make sure my pre-order worked since that's been in question for a while so yeah. I can go download that game and it'll it'll to finally give me the answer as to whether or not that actually worked. <laughs> yes, because she, yeah, she's only exclusive. Right now, you can only get her if you bought Overwatch. Yeah, well, I'll like find Overwatch. out next week when I get back home. All right. I almost good. pre-ordered Overwatch when I was buying Star Fox. What stopped you? I was just like, eh, I got too many games, even though that game's not coming out for a while. It's coming out it's next like, month. The next month. Not going to do it. <laughs> pre-ordering games is stupid. Don't do it. Ever. Yeah, don't do don't it. do it. Don't do it. Even though, do I, it, even though, even though I, I did it. Yep. I played the beta though, and I played the second beta and I liked it still. So I was like, all right. I played sick. neither of them. But uh, I really like Team Fortress 2, and this kind of feels like it's bringing me back to that. So Yeah, bring it back. Let's bring it back over to the news hour. The news. The news. <laughs> Yes. You wrote the new stuff in this week. Okay. I don't have the thing in front of me. What did I say? You said Ubisoft hands over rights to 91666 Amsterdam. Yes. 1666. 1666 Amsterdam. Look at all these like, games and dates like at the beginning. To Patrice Desile, I believe is the name. Uh, yeah. Former producer on the Assassin's Creed uh, franchise. I actually when I reading the story I was like oh wait this is like the one of a few faces that I actually remember from the giant the, the giant mass yeah, of Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed franchise basically he left the company and he wanted his rights back on this other game that he had uh, essentially was in like pre-development 1666 Amsterdam and they were like nope you can't like you can't you can't have it and so he's like i'm gonna sue you guys and so they finally handed it over so so did uh, they actually well, go ahead oh sorry the, the 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 real thing is that like he left ubisoft because he was kind of done with them yes and, he, and then he went to go join thq mm-hmm. and that's when he was making 1666 mm-hmm. it was at thq not for ubisoft so that's yeah, the so distinction is that like and then, and then thq obviously they went under, and then Ubisoft bought THQ Montreal. Mm-hmm. And he didn't and have the rights. They, right. They're claiming that he did not have the rights to he his game because all contracts from THQ are no, were no longer binding with yeah. the company going under. And he was like, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Give me my game. And, and so they're eventually just like, all right, fine. Yeah. 
three three years later. This game yeah. looks interesting. I don't know. It looks like a weird kind of. But he's not. He's obviously. I mean, the thing is, he it. says after filing the suit in 2013, he wondered what he would do with he won the case because it would be difficult to do that game with only 12 people. So yeah, he's, he's probably not going to actually now. make it anytime soon. Hmm. Yeah, unless he makes it episodic. <laughs> yeah, which or he's he, talking about. Yeah, or he makes it into a way smaller game than it originally. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it says at the very end of the article that you know it, it's currently it's, it, they've got it, it's theirs now, but it's on. They're not doing anything with it because they're making another. They're already it's in the a, middle of making another game. It's unfortunate because it looks cool and different and. There's not enough people making cool and different games, I don't think. I agree with that. Like, I can see why he wouldn't want Ubisoft to have it, though, because it feels like, by the look of this game, it would just get turned into an Assassin's, Assassin's Creed game. Assassin's Creed 1666. Or Assassin's Creed Amsterdam. That's or something, you know. Assassin's Creed. I wish, <laughs> game. I can't think of anything. I wish there were more historical games that were that not, was like, not Assassin's Creed. That were not Assassin's Creed, and they were not just like either World War Two or, like, medieval. Well, do I have a game for you? 1979 Revolution. <laughs> no, I mean, that's a cool... Histor- I, I honestly think that's a really cool historical game. At some I point, I'll probably get that game, we'll have a spoiler cast. Maybe. Maybe. Black Ops 1 is, like, Vietnam, man. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're totally right. It's either, like, ancient ancient times... Like, like fantasy like ancient Russ. times... Or, or yeah, or fantasy ancient times, or World or, War, well, not World War II anymore, but... Um, but it was World War II. Modern combat's war game, uh, Vietnam. When is, or like when are they going to bring back that World War II, them World War II games? Eventually. Wow. I'm sure it has to come back eventually, right? Right. Everything, last everything's one I feel cyclical. was Medal of Honor Airborne. No, last one was Wolfenstein, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, that kind of counts, but I think I feel like, I feel like Wolfenstein is, is so... Silly, and also the new order is also like modern day, right? I mean, yeah, technically, even even though it was like, yeah, modern Nazi, Nazi yeah, Nazis, day. but it's yeah, modern you know Nazis. No, I, I feel like, like, uh, I, I mean, I guess like there's a, there's that game on Steam that's done really well recently called Verdun, which is a World War One game, which like it's like a multiplayer game. It's not like it's um it's not really like a single player story, but uh, it seems like it's doing fairly well, and it's got an interesting mechanic. A World War One style mechanic of where you have to defend a trench, and if you are on the defense, then you can't leave your trench, otherwise you get shot instantly. And if oh, you yeah. are on the offense, you oh have to be goodness. moving forward towards the enemy trenches, otherwise uh, you will also get shot. Um, so just like real World War One. Well, they 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 in the game uh, pitches it as like you're shot for desertion. So like you know you just get killed by the map uh, by you know not obeying mm. the map rules but it you know it says like oh you were shot for deserting so if you are running backwards on attack or not or leaving your trench on defense then you are like shot for you you are you know you are killed for desertion or of course if you are charging forward on attack you are probably gonna get shot anyway because that's what happened in World War One that too but uh, yeah I went to a museum in the UK um, the Imperial War Museum and they had like just because the you know the hundredth anniversary. Of, of World War One is technically still ongoing. Um, oh yeah, they had a big exhibit that was open that just opened a couple of years ago, and it was like really, really well done. Like soup, like all this new stuff in there, <laughs> and like just some really cool, like breakdown of how that whole thing went down and how crazy it all was. 
It's a crazy war. You listen to the Hardcore History podcast now, right? Yeah, super good. Yeah, I've started listening to that podcast. Oh, when it's I have so time. good. It's so good. It's really crazy how long that, like, I'm like, oh, he's only covered a few topics, but they're all, like, two hours long yeah. episodes, and they all come out, like, within months of each other. Yeah, he goes into real detail, that's why. Yeah, but it's really good. That, that, th- those are, those hardcore histories are the best ones he's already done with them all, so you can just, like, listen to them all in a yeah, row, like not, have, not have to wait six months for the next one to come out. Agreed. You just have to wait a couple of years for the next one to come out. Yep. All right, uh, let's see, we got here... Tops top StarCraft two champion in indicted? Yes, indicted. Mm-hmm. That looks like indicated to me. <laughs> indicated. Indicated. In second <laughs> in second match fixing fixing probe. Yes. So oh, this no. was a top is I mean, it's not much to the story other than just um I believe he's nineteen years old, this uh kid. Oh, he's he, twenty three. Oh, is it was he? Yeah. Was one of the other ones nineteen? Yeah, there is another guy who's nineteen. But because um, I know that there were there was ten people in total yeah, involved so, with this pro, two of them were like t- top, yeah. Star uh, is is Lee Life, uh, Sun Hyung, um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he is nineteen. Um, okay, yeah, he 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 received seventy thousand dollars in uh, wait, sorry. Uh, yes, roughly sixty thousand um, dollars to intentionally lose two matches in May 2015, <laughs> and there's another guy who's 2015 that was paid the equivalent of twenty six thousand dollars to throw a match in January of this year. It's crazy just to think that, like the legal action that can be taken upon you, like now in this e- in the esports realm, because there's been talk about like um, there was talk about uh, like two or three years ago. Uh, matches in the FGC and the fighting game community being uh, thrown in collusion and, and uh, pot splitting. And like uh, one of the more respected players, Chris R from New York was, wait, was it Chris? Yeah. Chris R. Chris R. Yeah. I believe that's <laughs> Chris, Chris R. R from New York. He was, um, Oh no, not Chris R. Chris G. Okay. Like, Where'd you get your drugs? Chris. It's, it's, cl- it's all right. It's clear. <laughs> it's, it's coming. It's on its way. Chris, uh, Chris G was involved with um, so uh, with pot splitting and, and collusion, and no real action was taken. Collusion, like on him, other than you know him getting banned from certain tournaments held by certain entities. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think the difference is that this was a gambling scheme in Korea. Where like the guy who was paying them to f- to flop these matches was then betting on the matches, ah. so I think that's where like the government gets involved at that point mm-hmm. because yeah, like that, that makes sense. in in the situation that you just described, that's just a that's just a black mark on the tournament itself, and obviously they're gonna be really pissed off about that. But there's nothing technically illegal um, unless it's some contract they sign. Maybe they yeah. can do a, like a civil suit against them, but. Um, but when when if they both flop the matches or whatever, and then someone else was betting on the matches and making a million dollars off of them, then the government would then have something to say about that. I bet this makes me feel like it's uh like it's a real you know real sport now you know got the gambling in it real got the drugs that, that was that was like last year. It's just like boxing All the Adderall now. stuff. Just like boxing, dude. Just like, sports. Just, like, just like um, it's just like uh. uh what sumo matches in Japan, which are notorious for being like 
fixed and oh, really? I don't yeah, know, like okay. really corrupt like a lot of corrupt deal like a lot I of guess corrupt. people probably would bet a lot on that right yeah like I mean obviously they're a very big sport but they're also like very like there's like all these weird like um yakuza and like uh, uh, can, like money laundering and money you know like fix match fixing I, under undertones of heroin I used to love watching sumo on ESPN it's I don't think like every single game is you know no. like that it's just it's, it's corrupt. all corrupt. <laughs> I assure you, how could you? Akebono, how dare you? Speaking of fighting games. Speaking of esports. Speaking of esports, you go first. Are you Did you say- know oh, that the pornographic website YouPorn I've never has been there. An esport. <laughs> has an esports what? team. Uh, what's, what's that? I've never heard of it. What's porn? <laughs> has an esports team, and they're getting banned from tournaments. Based solely on the fact that tournament policy is you cannot just, advertise pornography. Uh, j- just, one, just one, just uh, one. Well, not there's even, only the thing is there's only one team so far that has been it's been sponsored mm. by a um, a pornographic website. A pornographic website. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, surprisingly, also, only one it's, team. It's, and it's also only one league too. Not like every mm. league or every tournament. It's just I mean, it's like the ESL, the so ESL, I mean, the European. Mm-hmm. Software league? That's I don't know. Electronic sports league. That's the one. That's it. Yeah. Team YP. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's, I don't know. It seems kind of weird, but I like, guess. I can see why a tournament runner would not necessarily want a team promoting a pornographic website to necessarily be competing, you know? Yeah, I, I could think about, I could totally think about like a that. Blizzard stream. And they're like, and team. now team. I mean, they they would say Team YP. They wouldn't yeah. say, yeah. But, that's I, but a good I mean, thing. but I mean, still, it gets in a weird situation. There's like, think of any other sport. Would 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 the NFL want? And now we take you to YP Stadium, where like <laughs> no NFL. The NFL would not be okay with that. They that's would true. just like. I no feel like place. But you could sure talk about alcohol I, by all the beer. Yeah. I hey, feel man. like if this was the 90s, it, this would be um, skaters would be like sponsored by <laughs> Yeah, you right. Would be sponsored uh, by man. Or, or, well, if this is the 90s, then U-Porn wouldn't exist because. Well, I know, but if they existed, you know, back yeah. then, let's see what yeah. you're saying. But if. Are you saying you know when the genesis of U porn happened, Matt? Are you familiar with the history of U porn? <laughs> what is U porn? <laughs> is that like YouTube for pornography? <laughs> you nailed it, my friend. Oh, and you know what else is going to get be getting nailed? <laughs> Hot singles on <laughs> uporn.com. Yeah, we man, are man, not. Man, we man. are not sponsored man, man, by man, you. Man. We are not sponsored by you for it. Do you know? Um, no, we're sponsored by Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> you porn is nothing. It's all about Pornhub. Have you heard about virtual reality porn? We're pioneering the way with your Google cardboard. We'll send you one for free. Giggity giggity. That's why we're. That's why we hate. That's why we're super glad about this news, and we're glad that you porn doesn't get to go to any tournaments yeah. ha 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 it looks like we got the corner of the market on podcasting there's no regulations on this new wild frontier yeah um but like so the esl uh, the, uh did an update with this statement saying advertising pornography is not legal in the market so we operate in 
in and in the vast majority of partners we're working with have a strict no drugs, no alcohol, no pornography. So there's your answer for your uh, alcohol. Uh, AKA thing, no Ethan. fun. Am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah. Woo, boy! How could I have a rock and roll lifestyle without any of these things? ESL stands for the extra sucky league. <laughs> and you know what else is extra sucky? <laughs> oh gosh, freaking. <laughs> So, I'd say let the guys just compete. I say <laughs> I say it's not as it's not as cut and dry. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, there's no cut and dry around here. God damn it! Uncut and extra wet. Oh god! Oh, god. <laughs> that was the worst one. <laughs> I feel gross now. Oh, I'm gonna go take a shower. Yeah, that was my goal: is to get you guys to shut <laughs> up. <laughs> no, but sir, no, but sir, is uh, sponsored by YouPorn. Really? Joey Ryan, huh? The guy who uh, have you ever seen? Have you seen the uh, the video? Sir, the viral video of him flipping that guy with his penis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's him. Oh, is that why? Yep. Hmm. So, <laughs> is, huh, hmm. Uh-huh. I, I don't know. I mean, it's I, weird. I, I can I understand it. it I can understand it's sucky to be, get banned because of the company that, it, but like, seriously, if, I don't know, if you're, if you're a pornography company, don't try to, don't try to like buy sports teams. It's, it's weird. <laughs> Don't do that. Even <laughs> even esports teams, you know. Uh, you know. Yeah, you're right. I agree. I agree with that. Maybe they should try looking at other markets of advertising. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, like I podcast. Like, hey, what's up? But <laughs> but again, like, would a cigarette company sponsor a sports team? Like, just like, like you know what I mean, like stuff like that. Marlboro like, men. Marlboro men. Marlboro men or women and women. We're not gonna like not include them anymore. It's 2016. I like lucky strikes Vaping. because they're toasted. Like your team's gonna get toasted. Booyah! And they come in, and that's not the only thing that's getting toasted tonight. Yeah, my pop tarts sponsored oh, by Pellogs. Yeah, Here we yeah, go. The other thing that's getting toasted is Tekken Cross Street Fighter. Oh, because because I, the news that the that we all knew. <laughs> the news that we all knew was coming. Yes, is that Street Fighter Tekken Cross Street Fighter is not really a thing. Yes, and it was never gonna be a thing. This was a game that was r- supposed to be in development at the time that Street Fighter Cross Tekken came out, which was, was a while ago. Yeah, which that was, was a while ago. forever ago. This was a you know obviously a cross promotion between uh, Bandai Namco and Capcom. Um, Street Fighter Cross. I think part. Of, I think part of it has to be that Street Fighter Cross Tekken was it not was as well received as not at all as mm-hmm. a lot of. Uh, Seemed like it'd be cool on paper, though, right? It was supposedly a good game. It just didn't necessarily get the footing on in the competitive scene that it does. It also frankly, apparently had oh. some flaw. Like it was like apparently it was a kind of a redo of. Um, one of the tag teams, I think. I know. No, a lot of the Street Fighter. Uh, it. Was pretty much Street Fighter 4's engine. So, oh, right. That's right. This is, that was in Street Fighter yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah. This one was going to be the Tekken version. And I actually thought that this game might still be kind of happening because in Tekken 7, whatever the newest version that's oh, coming yeah, out. Oh, yeah. Like Akuma's it, in it. Akuma's in it. Yeah. So, he's like was, a story. He's like a story mode and everything. Mm-hmm. Like so tying like, him into the universe. So, I was kind of like, oh. This is weird, but they were working on that Tekken Cross. I wonder if this that's what this is. They were working on Tekken Cross Street Fighter and kind of 
only made Akuma. <laughs> they only made Akuma before they were like, oh, maybe this game. Apparently, maybe don't want to dump they resources. said um, a crossover now would fragment both the Tekken and Street Fighter communities because Street Fighter Five just came out and um, Tekken Seven's coming out this that's, year as well. That's, that's that what makes sense. That's, that's, what, that's what they're saying. That's what they're but saying. They, I th- this this game was dated back to two, like 2010. Was when yeah. this game got announced. Like they haven't been working on this for a long time now. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, it's weird. It's weird. You know what they should have done? They should just take out all that BS, take out that story mode, take out costumes, take out any sort of training mode. Uh, make sure lobbies don't only support two people. Yeah, and they should just release a game like that. Just put a fighting game in there. And oh, you say they should go out in their early access? Yeah. Yeah. I okay. think that's the way all game, all fighting games should Beta. go now. It's a lot easier to tune and, you know, you'll get feedback from your community. I mean, it might mostly be I negative, mean, but... still charge... Sixty dollars for it. Yeah, 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 definitely. And you should also not put that it's early access. You should just release it. You know, because otherwise people will be like, early access. I'll wait till it comes out. No, no, no. Just release it right away. Mm-hmm. I think that's the proper way to release games nowadays, especially fighting you games. Gave, you think you guys are talking about a different game than the one that we're talking about for the news story? We are. I think that game is Rising Thunder, Star Fox Zero. Oh. I think that game is Massive Chalice. Oh. Oh. Man, remember Rise of Chalice? Yep, that game that, yeah. was pretty good. That game was alright. It was a game you could play. Hey guys, oh, you never played. You didn't play Banner Saga. I no, because so I thought about it <laughs> See, and I. What I, happened was so what happened was no. What happened was I had just bought I had just bought two other games uh, and I got away with that because I was on a trip. Uh, but I felt like if I bought a third game in 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 that short of a time, then someone who won't listen to this podcast, but may may live with me. Uh, you heard him, Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> Might have got mad about me buying too many video games. So I'll buy it soon because I want to play that game real bad. All right. Just following up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I think it's time to move into our trailer trash segment. Trailer trash. I really appreciate all your guys' noises. It really adds to the atmosphere. Um, so what do we watch? We watched Paragon Essentials trailer, which is that Paragon game, which is that uh, MOBA, that console MOBA game. MOBA from Epic Games? Yes. This game looks really good. It looks like a MOBA. on Unreal 4. Yes. And it looks really good from a graphical standpoint. It and looks, it, looks like a, it being like a kind of a MOBA kind of a optimized for, I guess, consoles. I'm intrigued, because I really like the genre. I just don't. Only Smite was pretty. I want to play Smite some more, but... Um, yeah, I would honestly, I wouldn't mind... Well, I don't know. I know like, that the me- game itself is going to be free to play, that this trailer was for The Essentials, which is a $60 release. Oh, interesting. Guys, so I've, I've got breaking news. What? what? Lionsgate Films are now available oh. on Steam. I saw that. You I, can, I saw that. You can play, you can watch Twilight, you can watch Divergent. Oh, Hunger Games. You watch The Hunger Games. You watch Saw. You know. <laughs> Saw? You know. Can Saw. you play Saw the movie. and then also watch Saw? You know, and the then movie. You can play it? The movie Saw. Do you guys remember? Do you yes. guys remember that movie? Watch I also it. remember Saw 2, Saw 3, Saw 4, Saw 5, Saw 6, Saw 7. I saw 7. You can watch... I said you I only, saw you 7. Can, you can only watch Saw 1. So, 
But can you oh. play? But you can watch three Saw, of the, the video You can watch game. three of the Leprechaun movies though, if you want. Is one of them WWE films Leprechaun Origins? It is starring not. It is not. Hornswoggle. No, it is not <laughs> Leprechaun Origins. Uh, what about Leprechaun Three in the Hood? It is there is Leprechaun Three? Nice. What about it's Four not called, Back it's to not, the Hood? It's not called Leprechaun Three in the Hood though. It's I think I think that's Leprechaun Four. Oh, you might be right. Well, Five then was Back to the Hood. Um, uh, you can watch visits the hood twice. <laughs> Why not? You can watch Cabin in the Woods. That's actually a good movie. And uh, Reservoir Dogs. That's actually a good that's movie. Too. Movie. Um, and both of the Expendables movies. Oh yeah, I heard Pulp Fiction also on there. Yeah, I everything on Lion- Lionsgate bought up New Line Cinema, I guess. Uh, more, I more or less. Is Lord of the Rings there? <laughs> no. Because New Line had some sort of like weird like was it New Line or was it Miramax went out of business? Miramax was the original um with, who was gonna partner with uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh my gosh, guys! You can what? watch you can watch Gamer. Oh, I was hoping to say Vampire's Kiss. You can watch Gamer, starring with Gerard, Gerard Butler. Butler. Have you guys seen that movie? You told I me about not. it. It's the only movie that I almost want. I like. I walked out. I would have walked out of the movie theater if I hadn't been with other people who had given me a ride there. It was <laughs> the worst. Well, that sounds like a pretty good movie. You guys, we should watch it. It's. It's. I don't. It's. Should it's, watch it for the for the next podcast. Yeah, for our special podcast. We'll do a podcast commentary a review, track. A review of Gamer. We could release a commentary track that you could sync up with your favorite movie and watch it with your Yeah, friends. it's on Steam right now, so you can have it for the low payment of $3.99. That seems too much money. Yep. Anyway, sorry to interrupt Trevor Trash. For, That's but I all just right. Had to, I just had to fill you guys in on that breaking news. I know. This is super important. More places to buy. I think it's weird that you can... I think it's weird when they started putting apps on Steam, you know... I mean, I get what they're going for. They want to be the one-stop shop. For everything. So they're calling it Steam One. <laughs> From now on. Steamed again. <laughs> Steambox right. One. Ark Survival Evolved the Mods Official Mods trailer. Yeah, this one was sucky. <laughs> this one was sucky because none of us play Ark, so we're just like... Yeah, so watch should... we watch this? So we watched it and we're like... I think there might be mods in here. I thought it was going to be funnier. I thought so too. Like mods are funny, right? What yeah. are these serious What's mods? The point also, of also, we couldn't tell what was a mod and what was the original. What is yeah. the point of modding a game? Also, that guy swung be... the hammer and it looked like the jankiest jank hammer swing. Yeah. Just like, he swung it in front of him, but people he was who trying play to hit something. Ark is a really popular game and people who play this game are going to get mad at us. But the best part about the, the Ark trailer was when in the middle or like towards the end of it, Ricardo just goes, "Is this a Minecraft?" And then, because yeah. <laughs> they're building a house and stuff. <laughs> is, this a, is this a Minecraft? Ricardo, as a non-PC player, he has missed out on every single uh, game that's just a survival game. Oh like yeah, I, I, I do, and en- I do envy him for that. To be honest, because there's so many of there's those on Steam. Those. You look at it, goes, "This every one of those games." Single day, it is one of those games. It's one of those games where it's like, man, you work really hard with all your friends, and guess what? You built a hut. Isn't that dope? Look at this hut. It's your, all your dead. You gotta start all over again. Yeah, it's like, oh, you you spawn on this magical regenerative world that you can now explore, and there's gonna be enemies that will come and try to attack you. So you gotta build a crafting table, and then you gotta and build a thing. And then are you, you gotta, gonna be friends when you see them? 
Are they going to kill you? Guess well, that's what, they're like, going to kill you. Is that's, this the division? It's honestly the division is like baby mode uh compared to these type of games of like uh, the zombie like, it gets you the taste of it where it's like oh man do you trust your friends while you're trying to get loot? I don't know, but it doesn't matter that much. This one's like no you lose everything, dog. Guys, there's the Huntsman Winner's Curse is a free to play game on Steam right now. The Huntsman's Winner's I'm gonna, Curse. I'm going to go ahead and buy it. For free. Uh, uh, you play as a Charlie's Theron? I'm going to find out, but we'll talk, we'll talk about that later. Man, what a good teaser for the next podcast. All right, so then we watched this just trailer, which was kind of more what I wanted out of the arc trailer, which was Push Me, Pull You. Yes. Oh, man. That game looked like a bunch uh, of poops rolling around together. <laughs> That's what you want. This I, is, I think I called it like Cat Dog. It looked like Cat Dog in oh, real life. Yeah. I don't know what it... Is it's really weird. It's, it's one weird, of those weird things. It's one of those weird quap type games where it's like the controls are goofy, but you play with friends and you laugh because everyone controls like garbage. Yeah, I th- everybody I think controls like a different head on this two-headed person, weird. and yeah, you're yeah, trying like this, to. It's like instead of being like conjoined, conjoined twins on the side, it's just like there's just two torsos glued to each other, and then like they have. They're, they're like moving in like they weird stretch spaghetti Ooh. stretch man. Well, it's like that one game. I think there's that some sort of was goal. on PS3. I think it was on PS3. Sports Do you remember ball? that one? Uh, no, where you played as that like little caterpillar guy who stretched around and stuff. It was from the know. guys who made Katamari Damacy. I, I feel like you're not making this up, but I've not heard of this. I've not, <sighs> what is it? You guys keep you guys keep talking about this, and I'll. Well, hold on a second, because afterwards, well, no, I guess I don't know. This game looks like it just it looks kind of fun. I it, it does. It looks weird. It looks really weird. Uh, but I feel like the trailer did not do a good job of showing me more about what the game actually was. Yeah, it, it just was like me it, like weird it, it was, shapes. It was just like yeah, look at these weird shapes you can make, and I'm like, okay, is that the whole game? Or there's like a ball in all the shots. It looks like maybe you've got to like to like shoot the ball at a goal or something like that. But. Or get the ball to like a certain area on the map. I don't know. Yeah, but Noby Noby Boy. Oh, I heard of that. Noby Noby Boy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I remember that. That's that's another weird game. That's another. That's a very you weird stretch game. around and wrap stuff oh, up. I do remember this game. Noby oh, Noby Boy is a weird game. Well, what do you expect? What do you expect uh, from the makers of Katamari Damacy? <laughs> yeah, that's true. We got. Right. Um, we also watched Lawbreakers, which is Cliff Bazinski's new game. Yeah, and, uh, which Clink, is which, Clink Blazinski. Cliff Blazinski. Cliff Blazinski. Cliff Blazinski. Cliff Blazinski. Young Clifford. <laughs> Mike Blazinski on the street. Mike Blazinski. Also, fuck you, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, we gonna shoot some fuck. This game shit. was. This game was definitely channeling. The narrator for this game was definitely channeling. All of um, what did we say? Uh, bullet, bullet, bullet storm, storm, yeah. <laughs> bullet storm. Just less dick references. More, more game. More mother. The gameplay looks reminiscent because you have like a boot, you boot guys, and you also tether yeah. guys, and you shoot around, and you yeah, jump it's around. Like, uh, a lot was happening. It's like bullet storm mixed with Overwatch. It kind of looked like because it's a multiplayer game. It, it kind of looked like Unreal Tournament mixed with 
Overwatch and and I guess a bit of a bullet storm too in terms of the visuals, but like I would say I would say Unreal with Bullet Storm before Overwatch. The, not the every competitive st- not every competitive shooter is Overwatch, know, guys. No, 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 they look, no, they look the, like classes. Look though. at look at Overwatch. Like look like visually, it just looked bright and colorful, and that's in that, um, all the armor on the on the guys looked very similar to the characters in Overwatch. And it was very it was very class based. It looked like to me. And if they're emphasizing class, it seems like one of those. Yeah, it's maybe a cla- not. It's a, it's a it's a it's a it's a uh, you know a re- it's a it's a commentary, man. It's a commentary. I don't see the comparison, but all right. Yeah, it I looked s- fun. It, it it looked it looked it looked neat. I wouldn't mind trying the beta or something. It looks like it's... a more gritty version of Overwatch in terms of its like art design. I just don't see the comparison to Overwatch. Like a bunch of really like wacky unique characters with all these unique abilities and Overwatch and like an, 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 an arena in an arena shooter. Like it, it in it coming out around the same time is what I'm saying. That's that's all I mean. I get it, you, man. Ricardo I doesn't. I don't see it. Ricardo doesn't I, see it, man. You gotta open your eyes, bro. He doesn't see color. Um, open your eyes, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> We're not here to open eyes. We're here to blow shit up. Kick. What's next? Uh, uh, yeah, I did, wait, wait, wait. Can I? Can I just ask a question? What do you guys think about that trailer? Like, was it trying too hard, or did it hit it? Eh, it was. It was trying a little. It too tried hard. a little bit too hard, but it whatever. felt like it felt like it wasn't going as tongue in cheek. Like, like at first, I thought it was supposed to be a, like a joke because you guys were laughing at it. Then I was like, "Is it? No, it's kind of being serious about like." No, I think so it was. Badass. I think it was fully aware that it was like trying. Listen, 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 up, motherfuckers! We're gonna shoot some shit. Like it wasn't trying to be serious or anything. I yeah, but I still don't feel like it hit what it was trying to hit. Yeah, I, I. If you, if you played, um, didn't like it, but it's that Bullet that Storm was like. trying too hard too in a lot of ways. So yeah, it's Cliff Blazinski. Well, long us thing. Um, Wait, Ethan, who is it by? Cliff Blazinski. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you got it. I did it. I'm he's learning. Got, I'll, call me works. next round. I'll talk about Harmonix. Harmonix. It's funny because you play guitar. You know yeah. what a harmonic is. Yeah. No, he's like, listen to my harmonic. <laughs> Pinch harmonic. <laughs> Oh gosh! All right, and the play that harmonica, the the London <laughs> Philharmonic Orchestra. Uh, all right, Ruiner announcement trailer, which is made by the uh some ex they pitch it as Assassin's Creed X Witcher three devs. No, that's not what Ruiner. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, oh, no seven, seven. Right, that's seven, seven is Ruiner. Ruiner oh, seven, is by Devolver Digital. Is Runners yeah. by Devolver, my bad. That's that right. was more like... They're both top-down Yeah, they were both very similar-looking games. Let's yeah. talk about them both, then. What did you think of the Ruiner trailer? I thought it looked okay. I thought I it looked mean, cool. It had neat style, but it didn't really say much. It did, and the gameplay was just like, yep, this looks like a cool top-down shooter type thing. It, mm-hmm. it, the, um, a lot of weird, quirky... The yeah, the dialogue was the 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 non act the non like gameplay stuff that they were showing was very reminiscent of Super Hot in terms of its uh Super like hot like in terms of its like design stuff or in terms of its like story or whatever like you know it's it's setting mm-hmm. very like much. dystopian future yeah. mm-hmm. cyberpunk. cyberpunk it, it has is, a neat style which is the new thing. 
that everybody wants to be. Yep. Speaking these of The days. Witcher Three devs, yeah, they're making Cyberpunk, whatever the acronym is. Twenty-two, sixty-seven, seventy-two. Sure, just totally coming out. Deus Ex Century is happening again, as well. Adam Jensen, Who? Full Effect coming back. Look who's back. Back, back again. again. He didn't ask to be back. <laughs> Tell a friend. <laughs> so yeah, uh, and then the other one was Seven, which was a very similar looking game in terms of perspective. It had a kind of a more cell shaded style, though. Yeah. yeah. It, had a neat, it had a cool style to it. It kind of, honestly, I kind of saw where the Witcher 3 influence was coming from in some ways. The same kind of like color palette. It was kind of Diablo esque, like, like a more, a more, you know, obviously a more act, a more like kind of like um, real time. Not real time's the wrong word, obviously, because Diablo isn't real time. But it looks like it's less a RPG. Lot, it looks like a lot of traversal happening in this game, whereas yeah. again, like and some stabbing people behind their backs. Yeah, whereas like Diablo or even Ruiner, it looks like is always kind of like on a consistent plane. You have kind of up and down levels sometimes, which you can kind of manipulate, but it seems like. Seven is going for an actual like traversal mechanic as part of its like yeah. actual gameplay. Mm-hmm. You saw him shimmying across some chains and jumping up on top of stuff and kind of doing some wall jumps. I think did he yeah. ever do wall jumps? I think, I think so. Is there like a cling jump or like he mm-hmm. mantled up something or something? And then he stabbed some dudes, and that's about all that showed. Of- there was a long narration that I kind of. I kind of tuned it was out. a yeah. very it was a very generic fantasy. Yeah, because the continent is under looks, peril, and now this nation is It looks kind of. That. I said it looked water like Waterworld. You said Mad Max, and then you realize Waterworld is Mad is Max. Mad Max. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just post-apocalyptic. It kind of has that. It's it's funny to think about that too, because it kind of is. But then Waterworld was bad. But Waterworld was bad. Except Dennis Hopper turns, was pretty good. In turns it. out driving cool cars is better than driving weird boats around. Driving weird boats and throwing, shooting nets at each other. And, and Dennis Hopper's like, my looks like shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but it had a really cool universal universal show. Yes. That was, that is a great show. It is. It's a great show. I think it's still on. Yeah, it's still played. Because it's amazing. It's amazing how that is the legacy of the movie. Yeah. A great yeah. stage show at Universal Studios Hollywood. Because you, know, you know why? Because watching like, what, 15, 20 minutes of stage <laughs> show is way better than watching three hours of garbage. That's a good point. It gets you everything you need. You got the plane flying in. You got, you got the That's jet skis crazy. jumping over stuff. You got the explosions. Get guys falling into vats of stuff. Yeah, it's true. It's acid or something. Yeah. I don't know. I remember when I was a kid with that stage show and like the cowboy stage shows. Yeah, the cowboy was, stage show was awesome. It, like I remember always when they would like shoot, I'd always like be like, "How? Are, I got a duck. I'm gonna get shot by all these stray bullets <laughs> flying every, flying everywhere." Like I didn't uh, understand the concept. I used to of, love like, those fake bullets. I used to love those stage shows. One's so at, much like Knott's Berry's Farm. That's the only one I remember. I don't. Oh, no, this one Six Flags no, the too. ones at Universal where it's like so much better. They're like real. I didn't, stunt I didn't know shows. they had one. Yeah, there was a cowboy one as yeah. well. Now the only remnants of it, like, is you drive past like a cowboy set on the tram tour, and it's like they're acting like they're shooting a cowboy movie, and then the driver's like, "Hey, you guys, show us what you're working on," and then like some guy gets 
punched off of a balcony and falls down. Oh, really? I, like, wow, I that's a, great. I haven't been to Universal in so long. I didn't even know they had a thing for it. That's at least cool. They have a reference to it or something. Yeah. Universal. We gotta go back because now there's a wizarding world of every Potter. Yeah, I, uh, I read. <laughs> My wife uh, knows someone whose husband worked on like building that. Damn. And so then she got, they all they all got to go early before it actually is open. Like they went like a month ago or something like that before it opened. And uh, apparently this 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 person doesn't even like like or read Harry Potter Aww. at all. And so my wife was very upset. <laughs> my uh, my roommate, uh, he actually went to a preview event also, and he got he got a wand. We well, yeah, got the wow. and got a wand. Was this Ray? No, um, it's Ian. <laughs> 50-50 shot, and you fail. <laughs> guessed wrong. But yeah, that's cool, man. I, yeah, we got to go back. We'll go back at some point. That's so, a cool It's a cool place. And they also, it's pretty cheap, relatively speaking, to other theme parks. I feel like they, they probably raised the price since well, Harry Potter Well, I guess up. Harry Potter, yeah. that. Probably I'm still it. waiting on that Nintendo Land. Oh, yeah. In Universal. Nintendo Land? Yeah, you didn't Ricardo, know about that? you don't have to wait for Nintendo Land. I can bring Nintendo Land to you. <laughs> man, what a good... The best thing that came out of that game was the music. <laughs> Uh, the, the spooky, no, I like some sp- of that. Spooky Goss is pretty good. Spooky Goss and Running After Mario is pretty good. Yeah, and Animal Crossing is great. When we're talking Animal about God, the Popo. <laughs> oh, the, that those are all great drinking yeah, games. Those are all pretty great. That uh, video, if that video is still on our website, people, you should look at our Wii, our Wii U launch video or whatever we called that. I can't remember, but I remember that. Someone, someone should go check that out. Nintendo Land. Yeah, we Just do. That's pretty much all we it. play. That's like the only game out of that time that was worth watching. Yeah. Man, that was forever ago. That yeah. was your, that was when you two lived together. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Look at us now. That's Talking to each other great. on Skype. Uh, I so miss last, you guys. The last thing we watched, I miss you too. I've, I've been gone for oh, there's a, two I days. Forgot, there's yeah, we got one thing. more. Mafia 3. That this, game. This looks cool. Looks awesome. It, it looks, looks cool. It looks like how I kind of wanted Grand Theft Auto to be. How it's like yeah. mobs and stuff. It's a revenge not like, story. Not just like weird gangs. Very cinematic. The character models in it look great. The 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 this although it is a revenge story and those have been done a million times, I honestly think this looks really cool. But like, it's just a- like the like the way but no, but I mean, like, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because a, a story's been done a lot doesn't mean it's bad. Mm-hmm. Um I, that's what I'm saying. I was like, despite the fact that it's been done a lot of times, this the way this is set up at least looks like it's just pulled off with some um, some good writing. Yeah, I mean, obviously the trailer it makes it kind of hard to tell for sure, but they, yeah, they definitely got some cool... It, also, it, the setting of fake New Orleans is really cool. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I like the, the setting is unique, and even the, um, you know, the, the protagonist... Honestly, yeah. being an African American dude in the sixties, yeah, it's in the it's South. pretty unique. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's so, really neat. I, I think I, I, I hope game. they do something good with it because they could totally mess that up. The game they they showed very little and very like highly edited gameplay in it. The looks game like looks there's fine. some unique shooting and like melee mechanics. Hop it over cars, slash sliding over cars and stuff. So it could be cool. Could be cool to play. The story definitely looks at least, at the very least, intriguing. I've never actually played either of the other two Mafia games. Not that it seems like it matters at all, but... Yeah, I feel like I heard... I remember hearing the first one was okay. Actually, no, I think I remember hearing the first one was actually pretty good. 
Mm-hmm. And then the second one was okay. The people who like them seem to like them quite a lot, but outside of that range, they don't seem to get as much support. Yeah, that's kind of a weird thing. It never really took off. I'm just looking up the... I feel like there's some jank in them, apparently. I, I, I feel like I'm just, yeah, just kind of like remembering from oh, yeah, the first, there might be some jank in them that so Ma- didn't mm-hmm. like. Mafia 1 came out in 2002. It's kind of an old game. It's, I'm looking at Metacritic. I mean, I know this isn't the best, but uh, 88 is pretty good. And you, the user score is 9.1, so that's people seem to really like it. And then Mafia 2 got a lower rating. Um, it's like a 77, which is still good. You know, I actually remember playing that. Um, it was actually kind of cool. I played part of the um, demo, I think. because I, I came out in 2008. And I was really in... Oh, 2010, sorry. Which is a pretty big gap between the two games, as far as like making a franchise goes. No, this one's twenty sixteen, so that's like six years. Six years still isn't too pretty, bad, but it's still a pretty big gap. It's pretty big, so I don't know. I'm see we'll see how it goes. See how it goes. Open world games, sure ain't enough of those, Open but open world. Whatever. If it's good, it's good. If it's bad, then you just don't play it. There you go. A good advice for all games. A good advice. A good, a good advice. advice podcast. That is a good wisdom. All right, guys. So, what, what wins? What, what wins? Hmm. What wins? Go, Ethan. What wins? Go, Ethan. Go, Ethan. Go. Go, Ethan. Go. Ethan. I say Mafia Three probably for me. That was the most interesting one. It's tough between push me. Pull you because just how bizarre that trailer was, but it didn't tell me what the heck the game was, so I was a little bummed by that. Um, yeah, but it shows you lots of techniques of how to play a, a game. lot of crazy techniques. You're right about that, Matt. Um, I'm gonna have to agree. You know, I I, I want to vote for something different just to be different for no reason, but I think that Mafia Three is honestly gonna. I think it wins. I'd say. Ark, the official monster. F this. <laughs> no, uh, Mafia 3. Yeah, Mafia yeah, 3. Mafia 3. Mafia 3. In unanimous decision. A first time. Not really. I think, no, I think, that's, happened, I think that's happened like the a couple times. trashy trailer segment. is over. <laughs> that means this podcast is, is over. over. And it's time for us to go watch The Last Witch Hunter starring Vin <sighs> Diesel. <laughs> Who's here in the studio? Oh, guys, I for, I was wrong. Saw 4 is on here. So. Oh, good. Okay. I wanted to be in the original Saw, but they gave my role to Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> and with that... Uh. Ethan. That's it. That's it, guys. We're done. We did it. We're done. Oh, Leprechaun, Leprechaun in the Hood is here, too. Oh, good. Which one is that? Uh, I think four? it's five or four, maybe four. Okay. Um, oh, look. The other Saw movies are all here. They're all, all of them are here. It seems like Steve's movie navigation is lacking if you can't find all the series. <laughs> all of yeah, them they, they, they list, like, you go, you click on the thing, it lists you, like, the top ones, and then, like, you click on Browse All, and it shows you all of them, but they're not in order. Like, they're, like, in order of popularity or something like that. They're That's in order dumb. of They're in order of relevance, according to this thing at the top right here. <laughs> so the saw, the bad Saw movies are all in the back. Mm, that makes sense. That makes sense. 
Put those saws in the back where they belong. Put them back in the shed. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you listened to our podcast, everyone. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter. Um, go to iTunes. Give us a rating. Tell your friends about this podcast. If you want them to listen to a cool podcast that you listen to, and then you guys can talk about what we talk about. <laughs> yep. That's yep. How, that's how it that's works. That's how communities are built. That's how that's communities how are built. Friends so are start made. Building them. And if you really like us, upgrade to Guest Plus. <laughs> Guest, Guest Plus, Plus Ultra. Guest o Plus. Plus uh, five star. <laughs> yes. dash, five star dash sign. Yes. Precisely. Guest Plus Ultra dash sign. Uh, turbo. Yes. Extreme. Just get that, and uh, it'll help Just us out a lot. mail a check to 555 Main Street, USA, <laughs> any town. Any town, USA. And then Santa will come and pick One, it up. One, two, three, four, five. Take it to his workshop. <laughs> get his elves to help. It'll be great. Hooray! But next week, when we return back to normal, maybe. Normal, maybe. Because Matt will be back. I'll be back. For reals. Like, in, in, the, in the room with you two. Yeah. In the bed. Um... Yeah, finally. This bed <laughs> this bed could fit more than two, let me tell you. <laughs> you know from experience. Yes, uh, No, I know from measuring. I never knew from experience. <laughs> <laughs> so All with right. that, uh, see you later, guys. See you next week. <laughs> I guess, I don't know, whatever. Signing off is weird. I don't like it. Signing off, goodbye, everybody. Hey, Ricardo, sign off for me. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>